0: Hello and welcome to the Pump It Up podcast. I'm your host, FabSab, and today I'm joined by...
1: Kenomaru. <laughs> What's up?
0: Yo, uh, this is episode one, getting started part one, basics. So first off, we're going to be talking about what to bring when you go to the arcade. Generally, there's a few things that people will bring to the arcade with them.
1: So you're pretty much like, you're just wearing clothes that are like necessary for, like, active wear, or, like, shorts and whatnot, running shoes, um, if you want, you know, with water and towels in case you start sweating, of course.
0: Yeah, you want to make sure you're wearing comfortable clothing. Everything's fairly standard, um, although for shoes, it's a bit more technical, and so we'll go into that now. There's a lot of people you might notice that wear... Like things that look like water shoes or toe shoes. Uh, that's because for Pump It Up, people like to wear shoes that are really thin and have like an arch in them so that you could bracket, which is something that we'll explain in part two of this. But basically, mm-hmm. for shoes, you kind of just want to look for things that don't have too thick of a sole. And they're fairly light, so that you can move around quickly. Pretty much. And uh, actually, for budget shoes, Damaru uh, is going to talk about how he got his shoes. Well,
1: my shoes, you know, um, I got mine from Walmart. They're like water shoes, and they're like really, really light. And they all, you can also like curl your toes in for like bracketing, like how she mentioned. And they're really cheap. Like they like go up to ten dollars that's pretty cheap so yeah
0: yeah they had them in both women's and men's styles i would actually really recommend water shoes uh and the shoes i wear uh for anyone who wonders are i think like new balance minimus which are like really thin shoes like they're quote-unquote barefoot runners like anything that seems really thin and breathable is basically good but if you're just starting off honestly i wouldn't worry too much and I'd say, like, even running shoes are fine. So next off, some other things that some people like to bring or you might see people with. Uh, Bananas. Yeah, those are good for uh, muscle recovery. Just a good snack to have. Uh, Some people like to wear gloves, which I personally do because uh, when your hands get kind of sweaty, it's hard to hold a bar. Though you can also put a towel on the bar as well. Energy drinks, caffeine, coffee whatever, and uh, a lot of people also wear compression tights. It's really personal preference. Next, we're gonna talk about something more related to the game, I guess, if you've maybe heard of an AM pass or seen people with those cards that they use to sign in. um, Yeah, yeah, those things are basically your account, so you can have your scores tied to it, and you can actually go on the website, pumpitupgame, com and view your most recent scores which is fairly useful you can add rivals which we'll get to in further episodes but it's just on the website and things like that
1: also like the cards they like they have a certain feature it's called rank mode the um you can only access have access to rank mode with only those cards because uh again your account is you know linked to the game pretty much
0: yeah, rank mode is a mode where it's more for score, uh, more advanced because you have to play a minimum of 13s, uh, which we'll go into more uh, details of technical terms in the second episode, but it's not really something you have to worry about too much. So if you have a pass, it automatically goes to full mode, but if you don't have a pass, you can... You gotta
1: step, make, um, step on that pad. It's, uh...
0: Okay, basically, okay, so and back and forth. Um, if you look underneath the screen on the pad, actually in the show notes, if I can make show notes, I don't know. But if you go on YouTube and you search how to use full mode in pump, there's actually a video of someone showing you. But if you look underneath the screen, there's like a, what the pattern is. So when you enter your credit and press start, you enter the pattern on the pad, like it will select the song and then go back. Like, that's fine. Just enter it. And you can enter it on the buttons instead of the pad if it's, if it's too hard to enter it on the pad. And the reason you'd want full mode is because you can have the options menu. And so to bring up the options menu, you press the back blue arrows, like left, right, left, right, left, right. Like, just keep doing it until it shows up, honestly. Like, I think you need to do it, like, four times. It's probably written somewhere on the machine as well. But, like, I just do it a bunch of times until it pops up. But yeah, in the options menu, uh, the something you would want. Also, in full mode, there's more songs. Wow, I'm I'm so bad. I'm just like adding in random things. Okay, anyways, if this isn't confusing by now, when you're in the options menu, you can. There's a thing called auto velocity, and what that does is it changes the speed, like the. The arrows can show up later and then scroll faster and basically that makes them more spread apart so they're easier to read because some songs they're too close together and it makes it really complicated to read i'd probably recommend like av 550 yeah yeah oh, that would be nice. yeah like maybe start around 550 and see if you want it faster or slower just play around with the av there's also if you go into display. You might want to write this down, just saying, but anyways, yeah. There is, in the options menu, you can also go to display, and I would turn on BGA Dark. It adds a kind of dark tint to the background, because some of the songs are really flashy, and it makes it hard to see things. And so the benefit of having an AM pass as well, is that your options will be remembered every time you sign in, but like, so when you don't have an AM pass, every time you do full mode, you have to re-enter your options again. Well, next, we're going to be talking about the different arcades you could go to. Assuming you're in the GTA and you're listening to this, you've probably, if you're in the Discord, you've probably seen Nations, Palladium, and Rec Room. So we'll give a brief description of all of them. Uh, top tier would be...
1: Nations!
0: Yeah. The best one,
1: because it has two cabs, and also the cabs are actually... Um, the pads for the each cab is modded pretty uh, well. So, they're a lot more sensitive than the other arcades cabs, I'd say.
0: Yeah, if you're able to go to Nations, which it's called Nations Experience. It's the one on St. Clair, because not all Nations Experiences have an arcade in it. It's definitely the best one to go to. Uh, Next tier would be...
1: Probably Palladium. Yeah. Um... I honestly don't know what's great about pladium, like. Um So let me just, I'll just time in. So with Pladium. Oh, wait, <laughs> you
0: should introduce your fir- your, your, fir- oh my Yourself? God. Jesus. Hi, my name <laughs> is Mimi. <laughs> yes, this is Mimi. Um, sorry. So to continue. So um, with Palladium they have two machines. One's a Prime 1 machine. The second is a Prime 2 machine. Hmm. The Prime 1 machine, you know, it's a pretty good machine still. A little bit, a little bit rocky, but the Prime 2 machine is in fairly good condition. And also something that remind me of is, if you're just starting and you don't want to spend too much money, the Prime One machine is, I believe, like four credits. And fun fact, if you go on a crowded day, people usually leave a free credit in there because they don't know how to use the machine, Um, which you guys now know because you listen to this. Um, But yeah, Prime One also has full mode on it as well. Uh, The only difference is that fail, that if you fail, like you will fail. But basically, in Prime Two, you can fail a song but still advance to the next stage as long as you get like a good judgment, I like an A. But in Prime One, I would be more careful. Don't like pick too hard of a difficulty for you. But yeah, the Prime Two machine are generally more expensive. Like at Playdium, it's eight credits. But yeah, the Prime One is like five. Uh, Playdium is sometimes it's just there's a lot of kids there. And also, it gets really humid in the summer. And the pads are not as sensitive as nations, but sometimes they're good if we complain to fix it. I would say that they're fairly good i would say like the only issue that i would have with it is that they become a tiny bit recessed but that's something that can easily be fixed at one point or another yeah and so. also if you're starting off honestly you probably won't notice the difference between nations and palladium really unless you're stepping really really light but even so you probably won't notice. uh and then the last one is rec room that one, I wouldn't recommend, but honestly, if you're close by downtown, it's not too bad. It's All these machines are now online, except for Prime 1, because it's older game. And so being online means that it has like newer songs with updates, and you can sign in with your pass and other things like that. Uh, but the thing about Rec Room is the pads are pretty undersensitive, which if you don't notice it, if you're playing easier songs, then that's fine. Um, And if you step hard, then that's fine as well. Although also the crowd at Rec Room can be pretty uncomfortable because there's just a bunch of drunk people there being really loud. So it's whatever. But if you don't mind Rec Room, it's fine. And then lastly, if you're kind of far in the West End, there is Dave & Buster's, which also the Dave & Buster's in Oakville has a Prime 1 machine, but the pad is actually fairly nice. It's just kind of crooked. I, I would recommend playing on p2 side because it's a little crooked but other than that they also have oh, DDR there special shout outs um, so if you're on the east side um, in Oshawa they have something called meds Nevs Nevs oh, fun yeah, world yeah. Um, and that's actually an arcade that's been recently brought online and break I think break's been turned off so like yeah fail and, and fail. for people who don't know stage break which will be talked about in episode 2 technical terminology means that you don't have to um, pass the song for, um, oh my god, sorry, um, stage break for those who don't know, which will be talked about in part two, technical terminology, the episode after this one, just means that your life bar at the top can go to zero, and so that's when the stage breaks, but if it's turned off, you can still advance to the next song. Oh yeah, Neb's Fun World also has a cab there as well, um, yeah so that's basically all the places that i would recommend playing there's also actually a website called zenniusivasher is z-e-n-i-u-s space i space Vasher. um they're separated by dashes but if you google that then there's an arcade locator there so if you're ever traveling or anything you put in your location and then under series select pump it up and press search And you can even search by like Pump It Up Prime 2, Pump It Up whatever, and you can find all the closest ones to your area. So if you are an international listener, that will help you. I sound so sarcastic. I'm sorry. I'm not. Um, So, and then we'll end this with some actual gameplay stuff, sort of. So, what charts to start with? And for those who don't know, charts basically just mean like the song difficulty... The song levels, I guess, so like, you could say like, oh, that S9, that single nine chart, like, that's just an arrow chart or whatever. Um, So I would actually recommend playing everything. It sounds kind of lame, but you'll, if you keep playing the K-pop songs, which are generally the easier songs, you won't really learn new patterns as quick and it will take you a lot longer to improve. So literally, just go through one by one and play everything. Like maybe if a song sounds really bad, don't play it. Like yeah. that's up to you. But if you want to improve fast, you can do that.
1: Like the more songs you play, your the idea your idea of the game like branches out pretty much. Like you know each pattern, you know how like move your feet to like certain patterns because like not every song has the same pattern, right?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's all just pattern recognition. And one thing I actually forgot to add was that. When you have full mode on, you can actually sort the songs by difficulty. So if you know what number of difficulty you play on, when you're in the menu screen and either you're logged in or you enabled full mode, you press the top red arrow to go back. And then you use the left and right arrows to navigate to the one that says sort the blue by difficulty. Yeah, the blue bottom ones to navigate to like sort by difficulty. And so... You can sort it by, like, singles difficulty or doubles difficulty. So if you know that you can play nines, it will just show you every single chart for nines. And so you can just go through that. And, yeah, I don't know how to end a podcast. But thanks for listening. This was Episode 1, Getting Started, Part 1. Be sure to check out Part 2 for some technical terminology and more in-depth of getting started. And thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.